0: from Nashville. Want to know what really happens in Nashville? Yes, I do. Tell me now. Beyond the stage of 615, a podcast that dives into a Nashville musician's journey. Dream Big. The Nashville dating scene. Nashville date. Nashville date.
1: All things Nashville. I
0: love this
1: city. Debates about country music as well as everything else that needs to be debated. Average Nashville podcast.
0: What average? average if- when keeping it real goes right. Keep it real. Beyond the stage to the six one five. Hosted by Lindsay on air and Radio Rod.
1: How are you doing today, Rodney?
0: I'm great. <laughs> I had three too many glasses of wine last night. So I know wine's your favorite.
1: Wine's your favorite, right?
0: Everybody's starting to realize that that wine is my is my go to.
1: Okay, what kind of wine?
0: Pinot noir. I'm like a cab guy. Definitely dry wine okay dry red
1: you have to have a you have to have a taste bud for that exactly because i'm not i'm not for the dry wines i don't like it
0: oh you're.
1: i like sweet i like sweet
0: no, sweetest wag
1: no but i'm also a girl so i get a pass for that um Makes sense. you also are known to bring your own wine glass around aren't you
0: yeah so i tested out <laughs> i tested out last time at the bar if it's weird to bring your own wine glass to the bar and i was just i did a poll to see if like if it was weird what,
1: and what did people say
0: I think I got a mix of, like, no, but then other people said it was kind of extra. But I majority of the people said that was kind of cool.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it is extra. I'm not going to lie to you. But honestly, as a Virgo, as per someone that's OCD in certain things that I do, it's not. Because really, you're like, well, this is my glass, and I know ain't nobody else drinking from this glass. I think but it's kind of
0: tedious. I think it's good <laughs> to an extent, but it's also tedious because, like, Whenever you're done, you have to carry that thing around the whole time. Well, that is do. the only bad part about it. But other than that, yeah. like if you go to a bar, sometimes they give you plastic cups. And if anybody knows me, like I'm always dressed up. So if I'm more, if I'm like if I have a plastic cup with a nice outfit it d- on, it just doesn't it does
1: Yeah, it's like it's like the detail of your outfit that exactly. doesn't match. It doesn't it doesn't go with your outfit. It
0: just throws everything off. Now, I always usually ask if they'll give me like a cocktail glass or something. Yeah. At the at the worst.
1: Now, during Country Radio Seminar, which is a big country radio, sem- literally what it says, did you bring your wine glass with you? I don't that think- I
0: didn't because they had their own glasses. They right. But they had really nice glasses, so I didn't really have to bring mine.
1: So you're okay with that? Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's good to know that at least like, if they have wine glasses, you're like, oh, uh, okay. I, I don't saw have the to first bring day. Mine. The
0: first day they had a rack of all wine glasses, so like it was cool. You're like,
1: I'm good. I was that's good. I was set. All right. So what were you doing at Country Radio Seminar?
0: I was doing interviews for CMAs. So we uh, took over CMA's YouTube channel. And I did all the interviews with all the artists mm-hmm. for their YouTube channel.
1: Which is awesome because if people don't know, all the artists are there. All the record labels, all everybody there. Country radio from all over the country is there. Did you like that event?
0: Yeah. Oh. Did I? That was my first like. <laughs> it's that was amazing. My first time, yeah. That was so. That was my first time at CRS, yeah. and
1: and first off, your first time at CRS, and you're already interviewing the artist at CRS. I mean, for radio people, not all the radio people do that, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, like Fitz does. Fitz does because he lives somewhere else, and so if he can get all the artists in one in one spot, you know, he'll do that. So the fact that it's your first one, you're already doing that. I mean, that's it was a cool. It was a very dope experience. Who was who was the best interview that you did? Parker McCollum really
0: so Texas boy okay it's not even it's not even me being biased because I'm from Texas but it was just more so like that was the first time that we've chatted like when an artist one on one yeah when an artist has that big of a status right you don't expect to hold conversations of importance Mm -hmm. when you're doing interviews like that right it's like when you're doing an interview you're in and out yep right the artists know that they're coming to do an interview answer a couple questions then you get the fuck out of there right right but when they when they have a conversation afterwards and it's personal, that's when it's like this is a moment that you are gonna remember, right? So like mm-hmm. my first conversation with Cody Johnson was like, after that he was like, "Where are you from?" I was like, "Texas." And then we had a whole conversation. It's like I can tell real, real recognized, real. Like I see your hand tattoo and blah 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 blah. Right? He didn't have to talk to he didn't have to talk to me. Yeah, he came in there to do the interview. And that was it. But he had that chat with me. So that's what it was with Parker. Like Parker talked to me afterwards. He was just like, Man, like you're always doing you're always interviewing me and you always look sharp and this is why I always remember you and blah 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 blah. And then after that he was like, look I like he was like, um, get my number down, like let's like let's just let's keep in touch and, and He blah, said blah, get, blah. Blah. get my number that's what down. Saying, like, like afterwards he was just like <laughs> he was just like, you know, like hopefully we'll see you again, blah blah blah. blah. Shake my hand and I posted the video later on and he followed back. Or he followed I I didn't even follow him, but he followed me. And I was like... This is great. I was like, you're fucking kidding. He's almost at a a million followers on instagram right yeah. and that's when you know you're doing something right when, like, oh my these god this are like building a real relationship with you that's gonna last as long as you stay in this industry like that's what's cool and that's what i get out of it as such a younger yeah. and coming personality
1: I, well i love that for you you know what if i was you know what i would do for every radio station that didn't pay attention to me, I'd be like um uh, oh you mm, did you know. want parker McCollum's number sorry you can't have it oh, that's coming. That's <laughs> sorry coming.
0: i have that you don't perfect that's coming. the other day somebody <laughs> asked me they was like who's the who's the most famous person you have? having your phone right now and i was like i i didn't want to say i didn't want to say it because i don't want to big dick people but, yeah, like, but I, have, I do have some pretty important but, names in my phone as far as artists I mean, yeah i'm not gonna say
1: no that. no that's i mean that's amazing i love that for you because you know i i know what you're trying to accomplish and what you're doing i mean for real i mean you're really bigger than radio
0: yeah well you are i'm not gonna say all that
1: but i mean i want in to a get sense, to the point no right no like in a sense like i just look at you and i'm like man He's already on the scene. He's already know. He already knows people. You know, you you're you're at CRS for the very first time doing artist interviews. That's pretty.
0: That's pretty big. And I mean, that whole event to me was just like I was a kid in a candy store, but I couldn't act like it. You know, like I had to keep my professionalism. Professionalism. Yeah. And in a uh, sense. There's a
1: lot of drinking that happens. Exactly. Well you just gotta <laughs> you know, act like you, you gotta
0: act like you belong there. You know, oh, what I'm for like, sure. As somebody who was a first time person there and also the age of twenty five, you know, like I had to walk around with my chest out like you know, like I belong here. You because mm-hmm. a lot of radio people are coming up to me like, Hey, you're that guy that did this Or I've seen you on social media or um mm-hmm. the people that who were the guys that, that hosted the um the last event when I was telling you they were on stage and they were doing the, the girl and the guy, Robin kelly or something no robin holly robin holly robin holly so like he sat me he you know we sat down the first day and we had a conversation the first night he was just trying to get familiar with who i was came back the next day and said dude i looked at all your social media and holy shit right and this is somebody who's been in the industry for so long mm-hmm. right so to hear that type of feedback i was just like damn in my mind i'm like fuck like i'm just sweating i'm like i'm in the right spot but on the outside i'm just like yeah bro like you know, this is what I had to do. And, yeah. you know, I had to, my, my confidence I had to show because I couldn't show. A oh, you had the
1: confidence. I mean, people were coming up to you just the way you were dressed, but yeah. that,
0: al- I mean, that always happens yeah. to you, but in
1: particular at country radio seminar, because you're almost, I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but more authentic than 95% of people in radio I, or just in general. That were Well, yeah, we'll just, I don't want to call radio out. I'll say at CRS.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I'll say it's your yeah. okay. But that's what I'm saying. For my, first yeah. one, for my first one, I really wanted to make a statement. Mm-hmm. And I wanted people to know, like, you know, like, who is this guy? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I was in the CMA room doing interviews. And then I got stopped in the bathroom from the guy that's at the ACMs. Yeah. And he was, he's just like, hey, weren't you the guy where, that was at Amazon um, on the red carpet last year? And I'm like, that's three different major platforms that I just did in a span of five minutes. Right, or just mm. talked about in the span of five minutes, right? But we were in the bathroom. I was washing my hands, and this guy's like, "Wait, you were at on the red carpet last year, blah 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 blah." And now I'm in talks with ATMs about maybe doing something with them for their workshop coming up. You know, know. so it's just like you got to hold a different type of swagger that's not too confident, but not too. I mean, not too cocky. It's like a a balance. It's like a balance because you're confident
1: enough, right? but But you're not bragging. Because you saw
0: me, like you know, like we were up there, we were talking to everybody, you know, like Mm -hmm. every conversation I told you was important. Like, but my mind was on go mode. You know, like like we were talking about with the guy who came up and was like, "Hey, I have a, I have a, you know, a partner for you or a a co-host for you guys." Mm -hmm. My mind instantly like go mode, go mode, go mode. Like I wasn't thinking about having fun. I wasn't thinking about you know, like um just, you know, everyday conversations. I'm trying to think about how I can work this, how I can get this in my favor, blah, blah, blah. How can I stand out mm-hmm. to the point where you're gonna remember me when we have future conversations.
1: I know this is this is all going to tie into what you said. So when you first started TikTok, right? Because now now you're you're that guy on TikTok. No,
0: no, no, no. I have a. Dec- you are. Everybody keeps saying that, but I just feel like you're I'm, not giving yourself enough I'm credit. I'm maneuvering TikTok really well right now.
1: Right. So, but what what I was going to say is, when you first started TikTok, do you think that did you know, or was your goal to have getting all the attention that you do from that, or are you just like, I'm
0: just going to start this? I started TikTok mainly so because. There, is, there was an avenue for Western fashion. Like okay. That was it. You know? Okay, that I feel was, like
1: that's fine. That's to fair. Every yeah. plat,
0: to every platform, there is a different audience. So my, sure. in, so my Instagram is not so much geared towards Western fashion. People don't go to my Instagram for Western fashion. They see what I do in the music space, right? For TikTok, it was able, I, I was able to put out my Western fashion and stuff like that. So like there is there's just multiple different layers when it comes to social media and I didn't really see my TikTok blowing up the way that it has done and again like there's people that have done well it takes time double that you know what I'm saying like well
1: yeah but it's 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 a whole job
0: yeah no it is a job and it's a whole job no it's a it's a hundred percent a job um but you know like when you when you when you start to get a little bit of fame right you have mm-hmm. to maneuver it a little bit differently you oh, got to maneuver sure. it strategically right and like yeah. I do get a lot of hate on TikTok. I get a lot of hate on fucking all social media, right? But it's just like... I love it. I want people to get out of it an inspirational side of it. You know yeah. what I'm, like, I'm not on it for the money. I don't need the extra money. I don't need the publicity. But, like, if I can help people feel comfortable in wearing a certain style of clothing or, mm. you know, like, seeing the hate in people... I get messages all the time of people just like, dude, like... You get so much fucking hate, but the way that you maneuver it and the way that you respond back and blah 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 It's inspirational for me because now I feel like I can wear this and not give a fuck about what people say. I and I love and that's really why
1: you do it, right? I'm just asking because I know like people even ask me, they're like, Oh my god, he's how did he do like especially radio people because we're so big on radio and other things, right? So social media influencers or, you know, I know you don't like to be labeled that, but um, and that just that genre, that world, it, it's so intro- for people that are smart anyway, um, they, they're like, well, how did he do that? Why did he do that? How can I do that? Yeah. How can I do what he did? Obviously, not exactly what you did, whatever yeah. they're going to do, but in, in the capacity that you're doing it. Yeah. Right. Because you're getting recognized from TikTok. Right. Yeah. Nothing else. I don't, I don't mean nothing else. I mean, like, not radio, not the traditional ways of people knowing how to be recognized. Yeah. Right. So I just think it's interesting because even, even, um, do you, you know, who this girl named Donna is, she's a salesperson. She used to work at Cumulus. Even, oh, yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah, yeah. she called me now. Yeah. She works with that guy you're talking about. that was asking about that third co-host. Okay. They work in the same building, Okay, but she called me the other day Yeah, and, and she was like, so, you know, she's, I'm not going to say the whole conversation, but she was like, I was like, yeah, well, I'm trying to put the show together. blah, blah, blah. blah. And she was like, "Oh, Rodney! I know him. I love him. Tell him I said hi." She was like, "Does he remember me?" I was like, "I mean, I'll ask him when I see him." Yeah,
0: no, I do remember Donna. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And
1: she's she's cool as shit, but um, I it's just it's interesting that your name because. Of what you're doing, whether it be TikTok or all these other things that you're doing, it's just so intriguing to me because it really is bringing you everything that you need as far as attention, right? um i i just i just think it's awesome like i said but when when we were at crs and i i am a virgo so i'm observing i'm like observing how people are taking you in and how intrigued they are with you whether they hate it or not yeah the reason why i said a second ago is that i love you are like oh, i have haters not that i love people hating but i'm like when people hate on you that's when you know you're doing oh, yeah, something yeah, 100%. right so i i love it not that people are being negative to you, yeah. but the fact I oh, like, you know, when, when you hate, when people are hating, they paying attention. Yeah, They're yeah. paying attention. That's all that matters. Yeah. Anyways, I just, I, I love the way... I love the way you carry yourself and I love the way people react to you because people even even if they're not sure about it what I observed is like obviously people were walking up to you but I also observed people that were like very curious about you but yeah. maybe wouldn't walk like up to you like what do you do or like, like, like who are you I feel you? like I need to or, know you or like you yeah. look like somebody famous yeah, like, it's yeah. just the way
0: that you carry yourself yeah. you can just carry yourself in that presence it's like people are going to want to know what the fuck you do and I could be a custodian for all they knew but because right. I because I looked to par and I walked with a different type of swagger is the reason mm-hmm. why people were paying attention to Mm -hmm. what i had going on and that's Mm -hmm. what's fun about events like that it's like this is an opportunity for you to get in front of new people Mm -hmm. right so whether that be a musician getting in a room with a different artist or like events and stuff like that like every new event or every new place you go to is a new opportunity for you to get in front of somebody else so why are you going to waste time trying to like figure out what you're going to do or be shy or be nervous or not really think about how you're going to like, as soon as I get into a new room, I'm figuring out where I need to maneuver and how I'm going to get there. and What conversations need to be had. Right. Like, like I'm trying to think eight steps ahead. So Mm -hmm. in CRS, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to CRS. This is the biggest radio convention damn near in the world. Right. So like my mind is already like, okay, now it's time to stick out. I'm planning my outfits. I'm talking about what I'm going to talk about. Like just, I'm just pre-planning for stuff like that, because this is like your opportunity to really go make make a spark, like go make a noise.
1: Well, it's interesting because I didn't think this uh, podcast was going to be a motivational one, but I feel like it is. So I feel like is that that's the advice you would give somebody, right? If they are going go make a no- go make noise. Yeah, that's what I would do.
0: That's what I would say. Go make noise in any room, and that's that goes for any job or anything that comes with networking. Yeah, like it's CRS like making a pr- pr-
1: impre- Yeah, Ma- making an impression.
0: Yeah, CRS was perfect for CRS was everything that I knew it would be for so long. I've, I've wanted to go to it. Like, I mean, it's kind of like those artists that have always wanted to be uh, nominated for a CMA, right? It's like you go Mm -hmm. to these shows for years and years and years to come. And then finally you get nominated to be in one. That's kind of like what, what it felt like for me, even though like, I didn't do so much at the CRS. I did do interviews with the CMAs, but it was just like for so long moving here, I was like, I really want to go to CRS, but my job's not going to pay for it. I can't afford to pay for it. I mean, just, I know
1: a lot of radio people that don't pay exactly, for it and like, they just hang out in bar lines exactly. and they do the networking. Well, because you can walk up the steps too. You just yeah. can't go in the rooms you for can't go to But for somebody that's new to it, yeah. it's like,
0: yeah. If I was a boss in that position, I see a young kid that really wants mm. to be so involved in this industry, and six hundred bucks, like I'll come out of pocket to let that person go fucking do it. Like if I see a mo- like a super motivated kid such as myself, two years ago when I was doing promotions, mm. and I was like, I really want to go to CRS because I feel like it, it gives me the opportunity to be in front of these people. I would have personally. $600 aside, and sent that kid to go to the CRS right forget the freaking business side of it forget like yeah. the radio station doesn't pay for pr- uh, promo people to go I'd have been like they don't even pay
1: for personalities to exactly, go anymore Exactly. Yeah.
0: but if somebody's driving like if I see a young inspiring person really really motivated and wants to like spark a change and has mm. like something to them I would have paid $600 for that kid to go 100% mm. so mm. like when I did move to Nashville and it was like two years three years go by and I've Never got to go to CRS, but I heard about how much you need to be there. You need to be there. This is the best networking, yada yada yada. Then I finally get to go the first year and I'm doing interviews with CMAs. Like
1: I was huge. like, I am not gonna
0: miss this opportunity. It's
1: so huge for there's you. Like, I
0: was like, there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up. There's like absolutely no way I'm gonna mess this up. And I went full speed. Yeah, you did. Do you do you think um, So you did that you think you did
1: everything you could?
0: I, I think I did. I think okay. I did. I love that. I you know, like I I got I got to to meet the whole board from ACMs. Amazon was there, got to talk to them, went to their event. Warner Chapel was there, got to talk to some of them, met new radio people, Mm -hmm. fits and stuff like that. Like, I think I did everything that I had, that I could with what I had. Pickle Jar was there and they want to work with me in the future at Key West and stuff like that. So, like I'm not at the gonna, Key West song, yeah, songwriters festival. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm not gonna ever take a moment for granted. Like I'm gonna go figure out a way to be involved in everybody's business. I love Knock that. on everybody's door.
1: Yeah. So, so that so there, so listen, he just gave you the, he literally just gave people the blueprint. You just gave people. The, I mean, you just dropped a whole gym. Yeah. Be- and all of that in just one. don't make noise. Yeah, because that's literally the blueprint of, of how to get it done. So, but, all right, so that's business. But what do you, who do you think had the best performance that you
0: saw at CRS?
1: Because there's so I, many performances that happen. So there's think so
0: many. I was absolutely blown away by Jackson Dean's uh, live. Yes! And I I've, love him! And I I've love watched, him. and I've heard about him for so long, right? Mm-hmm. He's but fantastic. He, yeah, hearing him live was nuts. Mm-hmm. was absolutely nuts i was mm-hmm. like wow i'm a fan mm-hmm. big big fan mm-hmm. i was taken back by like his stage presence and everything even mm-hmm. even a little bit of jelly roll a little bit but i've already seen him perform
1: i've never seen i i love jelly roll but i've never seen him perform that was my first time he did a good job he yeah.
0: was good too but i think jackson dean was really the one that uh was really the one that stuck out to mm-hmm. me most i was like wow
1: yeah the first time i know you've heard me tell this story already so but I saw him for the very first time last year at CRS and he wasn't on the new Faces show. He just at our luncheon. Right. Um, Cause that's a lot of time where the record labels will put the up and coming artists that they're pushing. Yeah. Right. Um, and he just did, I think two songs last year when I seen him, but when I seen him in bar lines later, I was just like, man, I don't know all your music. I'm not going to act like I do, but you got it. What I saw on that stage is it's it. And he yeah. was, like, I was like, how old are you? And he was like, 21. I'm like, you got to have an old soul because it's just, it's a presence about him that is just, I mean, he's phenomenal. I've been, yeah. I've been a fan and I'm so glad that he's, he's really, it was, it's awesome because whether we're radio people or just fans, right? Sometimes radio people forget that we're just fans too, yeah. right? Of the artist, but it's cool to grow with someone. Like it's awesome that Luke Bryan and Miranda Lambert, but they're huge stars, yeah. right? And some pe- some people have grown with them, but I think it's awesome when we get to watch really like the whole journey. Yeah, and that's how I feel about Jackson Dean. Yeah, but he is amazing. Mean, he's still got a long
0: ways to go. Too, <laughs> he's got though. a
1: long ways to go, but he he has two songs on the radio right now, and 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 they're gonna continue putting behind them yeah, no, because sometimes. So rocketing. Yeah, sometimes what happens with artists and record labels, you could be signed. People don't understand. Like the record label game is harder because I've known artists that have been signed and but the labels really don't push them or they push them a little bit and then they just kind of, let, push them off to the side and they go focus on somebody else yeah. so just because an artist is signed doesn't necessarily mean anything exactly right um but i love that jackson dean is it, i mean it's, it's still being pushed and he's still going that's because he's phenomenal yep uh, also um what's his name it was the first time i actually see no i saw him at cma fest that's a lie perform um frank
0: Oh, Frank Ray! Yeah, he he so, yeah. he did
1: really good when he put you know putting the Latin influence stuff. I was like, damn, he's it's real. Mu- I love real musicians, yeah. right? And I was like, damn, this this is a good. He's putting a good
0: show on. Yeah, Frank, Frank, me and Frank are pretty close to him and his uh, manager Oscar. Like I've I've did their first interviews when they first came into town with Amazon, and he has just such a good heart. A good head on his shoulders, too. Like, just very yeah. outgoing guy. Like, when I was talking to them after that whole performance, he was just like, I needed something that was going to make me stick out as if we were going first, the CR- first CRS. Like, yeah. we wanted to wow them. And then, dude, once, once that performance happened, and afterwards, Oscar was just like through the roof. Like, they, were getting, they were getting so drunk.
1: <laughs> They're celebrating, the celebrating. Of tequila, these tequila, uh, <laughs> they can drink.
0: Man, I couldn't keep up. I was like, there's no way I can do this.
1: No, yeah, Sierra Sierra rest is very. I mean, I didn't drink the second day. I couldn't.
0: There was way too much alcohol. That's another thing about (laughs) Nashville is the amount of alcohol you have to be prepared to consume when you're in the Mm -hmm. industry is Mm -hmm. nuts.
1: I mean, the saying for Nashville is it's a drinking town with a music problem. Man,
0: (laughs) it is bad, especially with just, especially when you're in the industry. Like it's like you're. People's let's go grab coffee is our let's go grab a drink. Yeah, you're like forced to go get yep. like a glass of wine or a cocktail or something or just a like mm-hmm. an open bar event. And oh my god, <sighs> then you just look weird you, if you don't have a drink in your hand.
1: Yeah, you do. You have, but you like you, you learn that you have to you you have to limit yourself because literally that, yet. It never, it that it never it never ends it never ends especially at CRS it never ends ever. It's just constant, 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 constant. Because you're right. They're open bar events or they're sponsored by whiskeys or whatever it is. Do you know what I'm saying? They're promoting this or you're doing that. They know what they're
0: doing. It does create the best conversations, though. So, I mean, it's very strategic. They They were handing out those drink tickets really, really easily. Oh, at the at the like new just, faces. Oh, here, take, yeah. tur- take five, and I'm yeah. like, "You know what you're doing?
1: You know what you're doing." <laughs> um, okay, so obviously, country—it's cool for people like us that get to go to country radio seminar. You know, average—I shouldn't say average people because that makes it sound. But I'm just saying, like the regular fan doesn't get to go to things like this.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but with that being said, why do you think that country music, country radio, the country music fan? Why do you think they're
0: so loyal to country radio and country because music? country music is the best genre. It is by far. It is. No, but the the thing I think the thing about country music is just like the 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 the, the, the word country I guess The umbrella of Western. I talked about this last time of just Mm -hmm. like everything that goes with the Western culture, Western community, right? Mm -hmm. There's so much that goes into it. That country music ties into so much of like a story, right? Like cowboys, rodeo and all that type of stuff is Mm -hmm. a story. The fashion trends and and in country music or just the western space is a story it comes with so much you know so it's like when you grow up in that or you want to get into it or you start to do it it's like the loyalty in that you know you're coming it's it's like a like a heritage of of hard hard work yeah it's
1: almost like a it's almost like value right like like a a value that's not to say
0: that hip-hop and stuff is not very valuable at all either you know (laughs) but it's just like Oh, they don't care. I, I've worked
1: in different for- music <laughs> genres. They don't care. Um, even hot AC, even it's just like the artists really don't care about radio. I mean, even with country radio, I mean, country music They at the ACMs and the CMAs, they have radio awards.
0: No other. You just tell people care about country music so much. When you talk Mm -hmm. about country music or you talk to a a songwriter, you talk to like a storyteller when it comes to like country music, they're just so passionate about what they're talking about, right? And if an artist is going to talk about passion in their songs, Mm -hmm. their audience and fans are going to feel that right anytime people drop a more like Morgan Wallen drops a song the whole world is paying attention Mm -hmm. right there's not some there's not a lot of like rap artists that 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 can do that right you have like the Drakes and stuff like that where if you drop a song like of course everybody knows it's going to be good but when you have so many people in the country music space that that happens to it's like it just creates this big community of country music listeners that are like that that feel this fucking music right like and it's you people know people feel this shit
1: right and like and it's like the backbone of country music when you think about like a Johnny Cash which you know i can it's just like it's that outlaw of like i'm not going to do what society tells me yeah. kind of thing and i think people relate to that i think people relate to that even if they don't even have that mentality because they wish they had that mentality they wish they could say what they wanted but you know they have to pay their mortgage so they have to go to this job and they have to deal with this bullshit right i i feel like it's, it, it really comes down to like the core value of like – like you said, a story, whatever that story may be, yeah. whether it's I'm not going to do what society tells me to do or my girlfriend broke up with me and I'm sad, yeah. right? Or it's like, okay, or I'm working this job, but I'm going to go out and party and have a good time because yeah. so, those are all different stories, but everybody can relate to it, Yeah. right? Where hip-hop, is just like, it's, it seems like the same thing all and the time. Over and over and over, over and over. and over and it's just like, you know, 18 different artists saying the same thing over and over and over. You're just like...
0: Or the <sighs> same type of sound or it's mm. just like... I mean, but, I mean, we could be biased. As a little country, bit. As country music fans, <laughs> I feel like there is a little, a little bias a little in bit. there because,
1: I mean... I'm, I love R&B music. I grew up listening to R&B music. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up listening to hip-hop. I don't like new hip-hop. I like old-school hip-hop.
0: Yeah.
1: But... It, it, Loving all different types of genres, and then before, like I said, when I started working in country music years ago, I was like, man, it's different here. The feel is different. The vibe is different. It's it's more community-based, too. It's like everybody wants to come together. I mean, obviously, there's some things where people are, you know, it's competitive, but I just feel like the country music fan is like no other. I don't know, and you can't even compare a country music fan to any other type of genre fan. Yeah. And I just was like, man, I've written, you know, I I don't know. I just think about this weird shit sometimes. I'm like, why is that?
0: I feel like as weird as it sounds, country music is open and also not open at the same time. Mm, Elaborate on that. Like, I feel like country music has a lane for everyone. Okay. Country music, anybody can get into like listening to country music and country music seems like it's a big open hug at times, but there's also... The gatekeeping. There's mm-hmm. also the the That's negative fair. the negative connotation that kinda of also holds it back from it not being as open. Right? But country music it's like you can pick up and, and start listening to a Chris Stapleton song and fall in love with country music, even though he's like soulful country music. Yeah. Right? He, so there's a little He's almost bit, like
1: bluesy. Yeah, yeah. He's so there's bluesy. like a little
0: bit of an avenue for everybody. But it's like there also is the people that are holding some people back from like, oh, that's not country, and oh, there's a there's a beat that's not country enough, and yada yada yada. Like, there's still people that hold back, right? Yeah. Just like the social media hate. There's people that still hold back, and then there's still the accepting people at the same time. Yeah. In hip hop, you don't really get that a lot, right? It's either you're there, or you're not there; either you like that's it or you fair. don't like it. Yeah. That's it. That's fair. So that's, that's my, why. That's the only thing.
1: Um. Do you think, okay, well, speaking, I'm just going to speak on what you were just talking about, right? So do you think that all of these new artists that are coming in, and I'm not talking like a Jackson Dean. I really don't want to say certain artists because I'm not trying to call these particular people out. But do you think that country music is being too in? Inclusive now, yes. meaning... Okay.
0: Yes. That's fair. Did I talk to you about this last We time? did. Okay. We, we didn't talk about it on okay.
1: air, if you want to,
0: per yeah. se. We had a conversation. No, because this is going to piss people off. So. Yeah. But I mean, I, but it's the truth, though. I think there's a balance. I feel like there is there there should be a balance a little bit in country, in country music. Like... Some things are just too far from calling things country. Okay, right. And All right. I, well,
1: I'm glad that you have that because there there is that. There is
0: too much. There, there is, is, there is like, too bro, much of a stretch. Come on, right? nah. And like, I'm very open to the pop country music. I like. Cool.
1: I like pop. Country Some of it music. is good, yeah. but
0: when you grow up on red dirt country music, you have a different taste for Texas that's country. That, right. That's the okay, Texas so like, in you. I know uh-huh. the orig- I know like a traditional country sound. I'm also very open about a pop country sound. Yeah. But when we get too far fetched of like motherfuckers who don't belong in country music that are yeah. there, yeah. like let's not fucking Let's not do let's this. Let's not bullshit. <laughs> like don't I like, don't, don't bullcrap. You know what's what's too far. Yeah. And what's too much of a stretch. Yeah. Right? And 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 the industry they see what's working and they let it happen. That okay, is so, what
1: I'm so I, Okay, I'm going to say one artist, right? So like a Blanco Brown.
0: Ah, right? No, that's my boy. I can't do that. I can't do that. Now look, I can't, say, I can't say the actual artist names because I am friends with a lot of those artists. Oh,
1: okay. And but, I'm
0: also on TikTok Live, so if somebody screen records I, me and it's okay. a done deal. Okay. I'm not going to give names, but there are people that
1: don't, it doesn't mean... What I'm saying... It doesn't necessarily mean that they're not talented. That's not... No, they could
0: be talented, but right. the thing is, like... Right, If you're gonna use country music as a platform to get into the music world and then branch off, that's bullshit. If you're gonna cross-platform, you should be able to do both, right? If somebody who is... Who starts in country... <coughs> Taylor Swift. <coughs> what? <laughs> Taylor Swift is a whole different breed. She's, like... She's... She can do both. I feel she's like she, should, do she both. was
1: always a pop star. That's what I feel.
0: But she has a... Cu- Our song wasn't country enough for you? I mean...
1: But she did what you just said. What you just said, you used country music to expand, and that's what she did. But
0: didn't she? She came back and, and made more country music. Th- like, my best example would be, like, Little Nas. Like, he mm. made the country song, mm. was on the charts, and they took him off because it wasn't country enough. I mean, it, it
1: sounded hip-hop, yeah.
0: Yeah. Converted over to pop mm-hmm. and hasn't gone back since, and now he's famous. Yeah. Still making money yeah. off that same damn song. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like. Okay. And there's other people that I want to say, and I They're can't say okay. their I can't say Damn their name. I can't it. say their names. But there was other people that did the same thing. They started off in country branched off to pop and they have not gone back since and that's why the country music scene is tampered with and that's why people think country's Mm. not country anymore no motherfuckers you just don't know the music because you don't pay attention enough to the people who are up and coming who do make country sounds Right? people are just not figuring out about Drake Milligan Right? he's from Fort Worth he's been in the game for so long he's been for a while and now he's been making original country music but people Mm. didn't know about that same Mm -hmm. thing with Jackson Dean he's been here for a while Mm -hmm. people just don't pay attention to that because they think country music is dying because you see people who are blowing up in the pop country sounds so like there is there is a too far
1: all right so also i'm going to talk about the reverse on that too because you know you say pop country there's also a label called bro country yeah right but also what i'm starting to see is these artists that are already on the radio and have hits not necessarily like a luke Bryan, but now i see them going to a trend where they're trying to go more western yeah but they're bro country, and because that's they're what they're doing what's them.
0: working. They're going to go with what's working. So they're working. just doing trends. Yeah. So are you okay with
1: that, no. though? No.
0: <laughs> I mean, but I'm... No, I'm, I'm not the motherfucker that can tell them what they can... What music they can make and what they can't make. They're going to do with the where the money goes. But original country fans are going to be pissed off about it. Like, yeah. it's not... Like, I hate gatekeeping. I am I'm a big gatekeeping hater. Hater, yeah. I get it, but... When people are doing shit like that, like it makes sense why people fucking hate what's going on with country music. Right, because
1: it's like it's You're giving them it's ammo. We, it's you're weird. feeding gatekeepers. My my opinion it's it's a catch twenty two, right? Because you under like just like you said, you understand why you're doing it, because it's on trend and people are gravitating to this, so you just wanna be relevant, whatever. But to me it's like but it's not authentic. No. So you're just jumping on trends, which is annoying.
0: They're making money though. They're big timers. Right. It's different. Like if it's just an everyday person who's still trying to make it, of course, you're going to get a whole bunch of crap for it. You know, that's that's the comments I get. Oh, you're not a cowboy, blah, blah, blah. I've never claimed to be a fucking cowboy. I'm from Texas. I'm in the Western space. Right. There's a difference. If I'm claiming not to be something that I'm not there's a difference. Yeah. Now when you have artists who are country artists who are converting back and forth cuz they want to go with what's working and what's making them money, mm-hmm. that's when people start losing respect. I don't have a fucking following because I'm fucking faking being a cowboy. I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a cowboy, right? I like country music, I dance to it and I dress it. That's it That's it That's what the people That are clinging to Because it's like Oh he's real He's gonna be about What he's, what he's about Now yeah. if Morgan Wallen Were to come out With the fucking Let me make a fucking Bluegrass honky tonk song He's gonna have people That are gonna follow him But is that, what he, is that the music That he makes No No yeah. But if a fucking agency Tells him Make this song You'll make a millions Off of it He gonna do it mm-hmm. I just it- <sighs>
1: I mean, and like, what can I, what, what does my opinion mean?
0: Cause I'm not an artist, but what does our opinion mean? Period. Because we're lower ended people.
1: Yeah. But still, but it, it, it's, but it should be talked about. And I just, I respect you cause you'll talk about it. because not a lot of people will,
0: but see, you also don't have a platform where they'll let you do that. If I, so if realistically, if somebody were to ask, what is your dream job right now? Mm-hmm. I'd want to have a podcast that is country music focused. Yep but that's massive show like like, like a bobby bone just as big yes but podcast version because this mm-hmm. is shit that i want to talk about i want it to be mm-hmm. so open and controversial that people want to tune into it it's like those sports stations where it's like people are giving oh. biased opinions they're giving terrible takes and people I- are clinging into that shit oh honey they
1: they were trying to put me the guys that run my show now on key networks where when they met me i met them at crs when i first lived here in 2018 yeah they wanted to put me on sports radio and i yeah. said I said, why? They're like, because you'll entice the audience. That's what I want. Like, That's so what I know people wants. in sports radio that literally are just the asshole. That's a character they play. Exactly. It's not even who they are.
0: And what happens? It brings in viewership. People are like, they just
1: call in to talk. Sh- it's so just, it's very much Howard Stern. So very they much. have that
0: for hip hop. They have the LA leakers. They have Sway in the Morning, where they're, they yeah. have um, mm-hmm. the Charlemagne the God, Charlemagne his show, the God. right? Mm-hmm. The controversy. So, why country music doesn't have something like that? So, you're saying that's what we gotta be? I <laughs> would fucking do it. I would do that in a heartbeat. Why, yeah. What better, what yeah. better person to yeah. start a show like that than somebody who gets hate of a gatekeeper yeah. community? Right. Because viewership. But is you not don't gonna... have to start naming names, though, no, Rodney. I, but, but OK, so I mean, if the money is flowing and on the, the money, table, I, I I'm going to give you I'm I giving you names. I you. you. Give me a platform to be real. I'm going to do so. But right now, when you're up and comer, you can't be too honest about what you say in this industry, because then you're going to lose. You're going to lose value. Right. You got to be smart. So if I had if I was so open about everything that I said in this industry, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as far as I am now. Mm. If I responded to every fucking TikTok and social media, yeah, I'm waiting. right? Because as soon as you do get that platform, then you can be real. Artists don't speak their minds automatically off the the jump because they have to get a platform going first. I was going to say, a
1: lot of times artists, their first record is what the label tells
0: them to do. Exactly.
1: Then they blow up and And then then that second album is so much more authentic. Exactly.
0: Fact. Right? Like Zach Bryan was never talking all this mess before he got a platform. Right, he was making fucking songs on YouTube, acoustic versions. He was doing fine. He didn't want to sign to an artist. I mean, a, yeah, a, label, a label, nothing. Yeah. Right now, all of a sudden, he's with Warner, and 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 a LA label. Right now, mm-hmm. he's now you see him blowing up all the time on social media about his opinions about Nashville, and I don't want to be invited to these award shows. Yada yada yada. Why did he start saying that shit now? Because he has a platform. Once you do get a platform, to be honest, right, then it's it's in your hands. You can do what you want. So let country music. Get a show where you can be brutally fucking honest about what music is turning into, what in, what artists, what these shows are doing, people are gonna cling to that because it's stuff that they've wanted to say it's real. but they can't say but it. They can't say, they, say they it. They can't because they don't have the platform to do so. Mm-hmm. So now let's say you take a black person. Mm-hmm. Who is Who respects this industry so fucking much, respects the music, respects the culture, yada, yada, yada. This isn't a gimmick. You put him on a show like that where people are going to come on and talk about controversy and what they think is country and what is not. Mm-hmm. You tell me that shit yeah. is not going to. No, oh,
1: absolutely. Well, it, also, Zach Bryan, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to talk about that on the next episode, though. But it's almost like. You actually have to be the one to say it, because if I say it, even though it's real and it's opinion that I have, they're going to come after me and say, I'm not being inclusive. Exactly. I'm hating. I'm, I, you know, because the woke people are going to come for you. It's almost I know this sounds crazy, but it's almost like I don't know if you saw Jeffree Star. We all know who Jeff. Do you know Jeffrey Star is? Yeah. OK, so he does makeup and he's a gay dude and he's very he wears girl clothes and shit. Yeah. And he came out and said he did a podcast where he was like he hates the um, the. Um, the pronouns. He's like, it's dumb as shit. Yeah. But he's like, but I'm the one that has to say it because if you say it, then you're not being inclusive exactly. and you're being homophobic. Exactly. He's like, I'm the one that has to be said. So you're right. Almost. You're going to be have to be the one to say it because if anybody else say it, they're racist or this, they're not concluding, they're not doing all this. So yeah. it's almost like. You are going to have to be the one to say yeah, it.
0: And that's why I would love to have a podcast, not a show. Because the second mm-hmm. you get on a radio show, you, oh, got, yeah, you that... got rules. Mm-hmm. You got rules. A podcast is free flow. You can say what the fuck you want. That's your shit, mm-hmm. right? And I, you just see it, Even looking at like Jake Paul's fucking podcast, like just mm-hmm. that, where you could talk about what you want. The controversy is what's going to bring attention, right? But if you make the controversy strategic and it's a smart controversy, people are going to tune in. They're not always going to respect your decision. That's, that's life in general. Right. You, you, like, you, know,
1: you, have, you know what comes with being controversial. Which means people yeah. are gonna come for you. But it, you can be it yeah. can be as
0: simple it can be as simple as conversations is like why is Cody Johnson not getting as much attention as Morgan Wallen? Right. That's a smart way to go about that conversation without saying fucking Morgan is not better than Cody Johnson and just being direct about that. Yeah. then you're gonna piss a lot of people off. But if you pr- if you propose the question, why is Cody Johnson not getting as much hype as Morgan Wallen when they're about when I feel like Cody Johnson is a better artist? And then you open up that conversation, you're going to have a line full of people like, no, Morgan, blah, 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 blah. Then you're going to have all the Texans like, fuck that, Kojo's the best. And then look, boom, yeah. people are tuning into your show yeah. just like that. But yeah. then you're getting it from a position of a host who is, one, they're like, why is that black guy talking about country <laughs> music? Like, well, Let me tune into the show and figure out what the fuck he's talking What does he know about country music? And then it's like, oh, it's like, wait, this show is actually – how did he what? And then people get curious and then they're gonna start tuning in, right? Yeah. But when it comes from somebody else, it's like the, oh, if it's a white person in that position, it's like, oh, I already knew that he, he would start a show, right? Oh, like it's it's this guy doing this show. Like, let me just tune into another, yet another show that is just like everybody else's show, right? The future needs flavor.
1: Also, that's coming up on the next episode, but we're gonna talk about the Cody Johnson Morgan Wallen thing. But I love what you just said. I wish that it's because it's the new mentality. That, what you just said, is the young, fresh mentality. But these people, I, I won't say that. We'll just say the people in this industry don't think like that because that's, they're not thinking like they don't the take young, risk.
0: new, correct. They don't take risks. The artists that blow up come from the people that take risk on them. Nobody feels like Absolutely. some of these artists are going to blow up until somebody take a risk on them, and then they blow up right like that's anything in the industry like ooh do i really feel like this girl can be the president of Warner until you give her the opportunity and then then Warner becomes a top fucking label right until people take a until you get into a position where people are going to take a risk on you you got to play it smart that's why I don't that's why I'm not vocal about everything that I say that's why I do make the networking and get into a position because it's a it's a it's a give and take industry right you got to use people to get what you also need a benefit as well, and that's not always a bad thing. Right? Not I'm not doing anything to disrespect anybody in the industry, but yeah. I know I got to shut the fuck up and kiss ass because I know what I'm up against. Play the game. I we, gotta, we you you play, gotta the play the game, game right? Because yeah. you also play have a target game. on your back, right? You mess up, it's like I knew he was going to do that. Right. right. The second you fuck up, it's like I knew everybody else. Is or gonna I, knew like, I knew they weren't. Were gonna do that. I, I
1: didn't think. I don't think of it in that manner. I think of oh, I knew that that wasn't going to succeed. Yes, I told exactly. you. I told you exactly. I told you. Or There's no reason. The second
0: that a hater gets to you and you end up lashing out at them and like you know what like you like you know fuck your mom or something like that and, you, and they screenshot it and they posted everything it's like i knew he was gonna act like that i knew we would get to him i knew we would piss him off to the point where he would show his true colors then you look like that guy
1: yeah. right this is a
0: smart industry you got to move differently now when i do get in the position to be able to speak and have a fucking outlet that i can be truthful for oh you best believe we're these are the conversations that are going to come up yeah. we're going to talk about why this shit is not country. Why country music can't go too far to an extent of bringing just anybody in that shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inclusive. Which they're I'm doing right now. Which I, they're doing and right now. I get now. it. You want to include everybody, inclusion, yada yada, yada. But there's there's to a fucking extent. There has to be to an extent. Because mm-hmm. you can't just let anybody into the space, because then it's gonna lose value. They
1: have to have they have to live the lifestyle.
0: Not even that. It is not even that. You know, like they're okay. like it's just for, my perfect example is that fucking reggae artist that they put in the country, into the country music I, space. I didn't even know that. That just doesn't make you, sense. T- you, when you told me
1: that, I was like,
0: what? It just, and it doesn't make sense. But I, what I feel like, like he's, a, he's a, a Jamaican artist, and he calls this stuff country music. Now, again, inclusiveness. You want to be equal. I get it. But when you hear his music, it's like, why do you need country music as an outlet to make your music pop and be out there? Like, why are you using country music as the outlet? Because, it's because industry people take some type of risk on people like that. It's like, fuck, well, well, like, we can so need, to, thanks, we so need to let him in. So we don't want to look like those type of people. And Right,
1: that, that's what it is right. Jamaicans do country music too, and it's like like,
0: Jamaican's do country music. like, are we fucking serious? Like, this is why it looks like a gimmick. <laughs> It's not funny but it's funny. But, but it you got to be real. Like come yeah. on. Like I get it. You got you got to let everybody in. But there's got to be to an extent of letting people into country music cuz this is why this is why people like me get looked at stupidly. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah, I don't need to dress and live the part. But I respect the country music space. I can you talk do. about this shit you religiously. I know do. country music like the back of my freaking hand. You
1: you I mean it's just I I know you. And I know it's authentic to you. And I look at some of these people that are in this space, whether it's radio or artist or whatever, and they are just playing a part. And, you know, I don't know if I have a biased opinion on that because I, I just, not, that's not me. I don't like people playing a part. You, it's not playing a part. This is just who you are. You
0: have big time companies mm-hmm. that even tell you that they don't even listen to the music like that. Or will like see it like oh no, I'm not gonna say names. <laughs> I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna say i not to say names. But worst you know, people that I partnered with mm-hmm. that have came to me with decks of wrong artists to wrong names. Or why would why should we be talking about this artist? What is so special about this up and coming artist? This is your fucking job. How do you not know about up-and-coming artists? That makes no sense to me. It's, it it just lets you show that some industry people don't even care about the music like that. They don't. They just have a job.
1: But that's why you're really authentic because you actually care. And, yeah. You Really, you do. You and, really care. And that's, that's why I that's love even that. With
0: some hosts, like some some radio, oh, host, they don't and, care. And some, they think it's all about them. That's they why just, they just that's have why. a platform. They mm-hmm. put the music on there and they talk about what they want, but they don't even care about the fucking music. Mm-hmm. Like. How you it's, how are you going to talk about what you don't care about?
1: Well, I, I want to speak on this, and then we're gonna we're gonna end this, and we'll do another episode next week on Cody Johnson and Morgan Wallen. Don't but, even get me started about that <laughs> one. But what I'll say about radio people, even even me, I think because essentially we're almost like an artist, right? Where we we have an outlet, but we're not putting music out; yeah. we're putting content out yeah. around the music. Yeah, and a lot of people get caught up in that. And they're like, it's all about them. And even me, like, I'm redoing my whole radio show right now because I'm like, no, I'm taking it back to just being simple about the music. Yeah. Like, my, yes, I have relatable topics that I wanna talk about, shit that happens to me, relationship stuff, and all that is a part of it. But I literally had to sit down and be like, no, taking it back down to the core, which is the music. But a lot of people, in this space do not do that because they think they're
0: above the music That's radio shows though they have rules they have rules they have mm-hmm. contracts they gotta sign nobody is gonna nobody wants to branch out and be like let's talk about the shit in country music that people do not mm-hmm. want to talk about mm-hmm. and a podcast show or a show that i have complete rights to we talking about everything 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 there's just these industry people it's just it just amazes me how like the reason why i'm not as cocky as i am is because it's like if you feel the need to have to come to a 25 year old about shit that you should already fucking know about that should say a lot about your business in general like why how do you not know about these up and coming artists why are you not paying attention to what's going on in front of your eyes why are you not listening to the fans who are complaining about certain situations and mm-hmm. not feeling the need to talk about it? Oh, cause you're scared. Mm-hmm. Look at the fucking Morgan Wallen fans. This is my best example. Look at the Morgan Wallen fans. Right when the incident happened, mm-hmm. every industry person did what?
1: Oh, they Took pulled them off. Yeah, because Let's they were so scared, Let's, we're pulling him off. They, exactly. And Let's a lot, a, a lot off. of radio stations silently did. They didn't even make an announcement. And they just silently pulled him off. And then when he got back on, they silently
0: put him back in. It was. It was. Hey, we're going to we're going to we're going to take no more no more Morgan Wallen. Sorry, let's cancel him. Hey, we're mm. just going to put him on hold for a second. Um mm. and then we'll bring him back. Why? Mm. Because they have to do that shit. Mm. But what did all the fans do? What do the fans do? Fuck that. We're still going to listen to Morgan regardless mm. of what the fuck happened, and that's what stands in. And what had they he trickled back in. That's the stuff that people don't want to talk about. That's the well, stuff yeah. the industry people well, see it's, it's interesting. don't want to talk about. So
1: I remember cuz that happened I believe it was 2020, right? it happened in 2020 yeah because this is when were you ever own clubhouse do you remember that yes, clubhouse yes so this is so this, or it was 2021 maybe i don't remember but it was when clubhouse was big and i yeah it was 2021 because crs was virtual that year and i was still in texas and i didn't go because we had the winter storm and we had i had no power at that time so i was fucking with clubhouse because i had shit else to do yeah right and i'll never forget this when that news broke i was in a room it was like a just like you know the networking that happens at CRS physically now but of course this time it was in clubhouse because no one was there. Yeah. And this happened and there was people from CMT executives and all the all these different people that were in this room and they're talking about this in real time yeah. because that's when the news broke. But I like raised my hand and I was like, "Listen, I'm not condoning what he did." But, like, can we have the conversation of, like, I knew I grew up in Virginia, and I listened to hip-hop, and when we were reciting music, we recited that word. Now, we're not using it in a derogatory way, but let's not act like this is not happening on a larger basis. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were like, no, they were woke. They were like, no, this is absolutely unacceptable. I said, I'm not condoning it. What I'm saying is, shouldn't we be having that conversation? Yeah. And no one wanted to touch that.
0: Yeah. They didn't want to touch it. Industry people play it safe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to test the fucking norms. (laughs) I love it. That's what I'm here for. I love it. I'm here to push people's fucking buttons. (laughs) Why do you think I love the hate that I get on social media? Like, you're pissed off because I'm doing what you love better than you. Mm -hmm. Right? And And they they, actually want to be you. Yeah. That that, or just one of the two, right? But it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm here to change the fucking game. Right, I love you it. You can't test me on my country music knowledge because I'm a I'm a blow people out. Yeah, with it with ease. Right, so right. I already got that handle. Right, if you hate me, I'm gonna show you reason why you should hate me even more. Why because even <laughs> you fucking should more. Hate me more. Right, and the industry, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the second that I get an opportunity to change the industry and how it maneuvers, whether that be for upcoming artists, controversial topics, stuff that people don't want to talk about. Like you give somebody a platform, they're going to run with it. That's why Bobby Bones is is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. You gave him a platform and he ran well, with Well, he,
1: he, I mean, he built that platform himself. Exactly. I'll tell you that. Exactly. I, that's why I respect Bobby but he Bones. he started
0: off in the gutter. Oh, absolutely. In the gutter. He
1: was calling people on his own when, so when he was working in top 40 radio, he had, he had a show, they were in Austin, Texas. I know this because I'm a radio nerd. And, He wanted to syndicate a show. Yeah. Nobody would pick it up. So he did it himself. Yeah. He called a radio. Now this is radio was a little more prevalent then. And, you know, they always needed programming on the weekends. And so he would call them and say, hey, just run, run the show on Sunday night, which is like the worst day of the week for shows to run. He's like, just run it on Sunday. And he built that. He kept doing it, and he kept doing it, and he kept doing it, and he did it on his because own. Because you see
0: the people that care about this shit, and that's mm-hmm. what people cling to. All the big-time mm-hmm. hosts and the people, the the correspondents and the music hosts that people pay attention to are the ones that fucking did not settle for hate. They didn't settle for for failing, mm-hmm. that just wanted to be so out there, that had a voice, right? Everybody knew who Bobby Bones was early on because he was so after it. Oh people my god. Do you,
1: do you know what he did? I mean, I don't know if you know this, but as a radio nerd, we all talked about this in the industry when he came to Nashville. Like, he no one and Nashville no one knew who Bobby was, yeah. right? So in the market, we're talking we're talking listeners, people that live here, not anybody in He bought billboards. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. It says I hate Bobby Bones. And people called up to Bro. be like, "I can't believe somebody would do that." I'm like, "That
0: is Brilliant. I'm trying to tell you. Brilliant. The smartest people Brilliant. succeed off of hate. Succeed off of hate. Fact. right? Because at the end of the day, your job is fine. Your passion is fine, right? Like, mm-hmm. no matter what I see on social media, my job is still here, right? My job hits me up about the views that I get on TikTok, or they see the hate, right? Which entitles them to, like, damn, you really are sparking noise in the community, right? But they see a whole different side than social media right. sees, sure. right? sure. So they see the business side. Social media sees social media. Of course, anybody on social media is going to perceive somebody's lifestyle off of what they post and blah 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 blah. Right? Knowing that, you had people that fucking get so hurt about social media, mm-hmm. and it, and that tampers with your plan. Right? That tampers with your plan. If I was to get so hurt and sad about everything that I got on social media, I'd be taking steps back because then my fan base decreases. I wouldn't be as consistent. Right? People are not gonna people people see the hate and they're like, damn, you're really good. At, you're really good at maneuvering that. I respect you. Right? You put the two together, the business side, social media side, you put that together, you're going to continue mm-hmm. to skyrocket. That's why people know Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones is to a point where people, some people are like, yeah, he's an asshole. Why is he an asshole? Because he works so fucking hard for this. That's why he's an asshole. right? He came from the gutter. He came from people hating on him. right? And he built this platform to the point where he, is not, he wins every award at every show. Mm-hmm. It's like routine at this point. It's just just, just another accolade to put on his shelf. That would not have happened if he fucking kissed her, If if he just bowed down to everybody that hated him, right? This it's 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 really a strategic, fucking, life mm-hmm. n- industry, like whatever you want to call it. It's just you gotta be aware, and you you just gotta be focused. Mm-hmm. Is that? Simple. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Stay on path. Because people are gonna try to bring you down, and I'm not gonna say that some even some comments that I get. Like, there's one guy on my TikTok that's constantly like, "Fuck your mom. I'll come kill you." Yada yada yada. Like, it's a, and and it's like you know it's a troll account, but it's just like, damn, somebody's life is that bad that they gotta stay this consistent on piss on trying to piss mm-hmm. somebody's life off.
1: Like you're taking time out. Of, like, but at, you know, at the end of the day, too, like you're taking time out of your day. You're taking to put time energy to have my to
0: notifications on right. for every video that I post <laughs> yeah. to come freaking do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like 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 why? Come on, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I but but I need you. I need people like you. Does everybody love me now, it'd be too fucking easy. I would have no drive. Mm-hmm. But I need people like you to continue to keep fucking coming for my throat. Mm-hmm. Cuz it just makes that drive so much more fiery and worth it to the point where when I do get in that position to make a fucking difference, it's just Boom. damn. It's just like damn, I knew you were go- I knew you were going to be in that position. Right. Cuz you wanted it it's that fucking fire. bad.
1: It's fire because once something catch fire, like, you know, if you ever think about an actual fire. Yeah, it's a done deal. Right. So the it starts little and then it spreads. Exactly. And then it's like whew, exactly. you can't it's an
0: unstoppable. And force. you do it cleanly. Like if you're doing it cleanly, like I'm not I'm not stepping on anybody's toes. I'm not pissing any I'm pissing mm. people off by just doing me. Right. Mm. There's some people that if on your way up you're pissing everybody off because you want to be too opinionated. You well, wanna they're talk step- too much. Mm-hmm. Right. You're overdoing you're overdoing it. Right. But if it's like you're progressively going up while you have such a big supporting cast you're doing everything correctly and you're going up that makes it so much more cleaner and worth it in the future when you do make it and it feels eight times fucking better when you know you success successfully got to success because you did it correctly and mm. all because you value what you fucking believe you
1: in. dropped a lot of gems in this podcast okay and then so next week we can do cody johnson versus morgan wall what do you think no not not like what do you think about that but like you're okay with going there right we
0: can go there (laughs) everybody knows everybody knows my thoughts
1: okay but i mean it's i feel like it's a it's
0: a debatable it's debatable people want to talk about like they're two different artists yada 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 i don't give a fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's very much do you know what i think i know this sounds crazy to even compare but it's almost like a biggie and tupac conversation it is because they're legends both of them completely different but is one better than the other can can like I'll I'll just say for like Biggie and Tupac we're just going to take it there because I don't want to go into all your opinions right now as we're going to get to this next week but almost like when I, the reason why I'm comparing it to them because they're so good both of them can you even compare them Okay, so that's what we're gonna talk about. (laughs) Like like you wanted to say something so bad. So next week, Cody Johnson
0: Uh, versus Morgan Waller. yeah, we'll talk about it next week.